0: Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Where were you on 9-11 I'm Justin, the online pastor here at Mariner's Church, and welcome to an episode that's going to look a little different on the Gospel Everyday Podcast. I don't know where you were at 9-11. Let me tell you where I was. I was in high school in theater class when the principal came over the loudspeakers and made an announcement that would be life-changing for not just everyone in our country, everyone in our school, but actually one of the guys in the class whose dad worked at the World Trade Center, tower number two, and who immediately was filled with fear for his dad, who this is before cell phones were everywhere. He obviously didn't know what to do, and the teacher in the school, you know, breaking from much of the norms we see in public school, led the room in a word of prayer for my friend and his dad. Today, we're going to be talking to Phil. He's a firefighter. He is part of the Mariner's Church family, and at the end, he's going to wrap us up, you know, leading us toward what we talk about today um, in our daily read devotional. So get ready. Let's get started. Here we go. So Phil, where were you on 9-11?
1: I was in Orange County, living in an apartment with my roommate. A phone call came in, six something in the morning, answer machine, back when we had answering machines. And my roommate's dad was on the phone saying, you guys got to wake up, turn on the news. And, you know, And that's when that's when life changed forever right you also were at ground zero the next the next couple weeks were i was tied to the news and just tracking with everything going on my heart was just being pulled on and broken and a couple weeks into it it just occurred to me that there's there's nothing stopping me from going over there i just felt a calling just to go and help bought a plane ticket and just headed over there and made my way down the subways and ended up right there across the street from, you know, ground zero where all the rubble was, chain link fences, missing signs, flowers. And actually it was just right there that God just met me and the Holy spirit just opened up and it just covered me, man. And it, and it really was just a moment of showing me how he had been pulling on my heart and he had opened every door to get me there and, and, you know, motivated me to go. And, and I had, I had lost my way with him years prior and hadn't even really given him thought, but he had just been pursuing me. I'd say I get emotional because it was, I call it, you know, it was his rescue mission for me. But yeah, found myself there and then just started asking how I could help. I got connected with the Salvation Army, driving forklifts, loading and unloading supplies that were coming for nine days.
0: You're a firefighter now in Long Beach, California.
1: What put you on that path? To, to be where you are today, you know another God thing all of this is a god thing. I would a couple days after I was there while I was there, Mayor Giuliani had ordered that all the fire department be removed from Ground Zero. People don't really realize that, but guys weren't going home. they were staying digging through the pit and it was really unhealthy and and every time they would find the remains of a firefighter, the whole site would stop. You would hear air horns and everybody would just stop I mean everywhere you wouldn't even know where. It was happening but that just meant that somewhere they had found a firefighter (coughs) and then the fire department would be the ones to come and collect the remains and bring them out so they they pulled everybody out and the whole fire department protested and and how that affected me was there was a line a crowd as big as a you've ever seen marching into ground zero and you they had to push through police barricades and it was a whole thing And i'm kind of right there and they came in and said a prayer they were collected there for a while happened on the other side too i was on the west side massive crowd of family members you know guys in turnout pants holding their kids hands marching in <clears throat> when they were done and as they were walking back out slowly you know you can see the looks in their faces and and I'm watching that. And I started like a slow clap that then turned into like, you know, everybody just cheering for these guys walking out. And in that moment, I felt like the Lord just put his arm around me almost and said, You, you see those guys? See that? See this group? That's where I want you to go. That's what I want you to do. And he put it on my heart to become a firefighter, which was hilarious at the time. Because like I said, I had left God in the past years before. I wasn't. Any kind of Boy Scouter would never picture a badge on my chest. But I came back from ground zero, and I was on fire for the Lord. And I'm like, this is what he wants me to do. So I started looking into it. It's the way God works. Doors started opening, and I did my work, put in a lot of hard work. But five years later, sworn in, and I got a badge on my chest, bro. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable to look back at.
0: So as a longtime follower of Jesus, a leader at Mariner's, how how would you say to the people of our church when it comes to days like today, 9-11, what should be on the forefront of our
1: minds? Yeah, you know what? The cross is the first thing that just comes to mind, and, and God puts it on my heart. The cross of Christ, obviously, but specifically at Ground Zero, I don't know how many people know about this, but in building, in one of the buildings There was the lower building of the two twin towers and below them were some, you know, large buildings, but they were much smaller than the towers. One of them, when the gravel came down, got completely gutted like an arena. If you walked, if you look inside of it, it was like an arena. And in the middle of it was this, these iron beams that had been cut into a perfect cross. It's about 13 feet tall, made out of iron beams, stuck like directly in the center of it. And, and those who were there talk about that, I don't, it's hard to find, but there was another giant member, uh, another cross that was leaning up against some of the rubble and another one laying on the ground. I mean, there was three crosses left at this site. And I mean, if you ask that question and looking at the whole thing, it's, it's the most devastating human tragedy. It, 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 it causes us all to cry out and, and, and ask why, but even in, you know, small and large ways, Jesus shows that he's with us. He's still here. He's still working and he's still, this is all heading in a direction. And so, yeah, as a believer, I got to say, consider where you're at with God and and recognize what's going on, that this world is the way it is, but that Jesus has a plan, he has a plan for your life, he has a plan for this world. And he showed up that day and 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 he's coming back and it's all you know what i mean it just points everything points to christ for me and if you look at what happened to our nation and what happened to all of us we got so close and we got so focused on what was important because of that and i think we just got to remember the the loss you know the the firefighters 343 of them that they didn't even hesitate they showed up they started going to work and climbing those stairs and it shows that they they made it. Have reports of them making it up to those floors where the fires. And this is a 110 story building. I mean, you and I did some stair climbing. It's not easy. We, we it is not easy. And and but they did. Showed up. Went up. No questions asked. This is what we're here to do. And and they all died. They're gone. It was their their heart. Their sacrifice. So that that let that be an inspiration. So you know, you see a firefighter. You think it's a small gesture just to say hi and say thank you, but. And we don't ever ask for that. We don't ever expect to be thanked or have any kind of gratitude. But I can tell you that it, it connects.
0: I want to read you this verse out of First John chapter three, verse one. This is what it says: "How great is the love the Father has lavished on us yeah. that we should be called children of God." Amen. It, the topic for today on September eleventh in the in the um, the daily devotional knowing God is around that topic of adoption and that your first reaction was to point people to the cross and through tragedy, you know, we we have a God that we can cling to that we're not left abandoned to figure it out on our own, but we're actually brought into the throne room, brought close to God, the father that feels like it, it captures my heart differently.
1: Yeah, bro. You said that so well and I mean, that, that is it. I look at what happened to me, and, and by every, every way you can look at it, as a 20-year-old young man, I was orphaned by life, if you want to say. And then there he was coming after me and showing me his love and his purpose in my life. He has that same love and that same intention for all of us. All I can do is point people to him and, and say <laughs> – take a minute look at where you are in this life look at where this world is understand who he is and you'll understand who he says you are let him take hold of your life trust him put your faith in him walk with him pray start praying start reading god's word get into a church that that you know near you or <laughs> by all means I would say start right here with Mariners online cuz you are doing an excellent job of folding people in and start to see what God has for your life. That's what he did for me. And I'm sitting here at age 20, man. I was, it would be like best case scenario. If I just had some, if I just was barely successful, if I, I was pointed to probably either going to do something stupid in a few years end myself up in jail, probably get too far into drugs or worse. And there, and now I'm looking at myself. And from that moment, I was made new. And here we are, 20, what, 22 years later, I've got a beautiful wife of 19 years, two beautiful daughters, a home that I own. I mean, all all the good you see in my life is him. You take him out of it, and I'm just some knucklehead kid from South Orange County with nowhere to go and nothing but pain in my past and nothing but resentment. Honestly, when you talk about him adopting us, it's exactly what he did for me. It's exactly what he'll do for anybody that would open themselves up to him and choose to put their faith in jesus he chooses to be a loving father and there's nothing more precious than a father who loves you and is there for you and that just touches every single part of life whether it's family career ministry friends when he's when he's with you everything will end up the best way that it can even if it's not at all what you thought it would end up being you know what i mean so It's just unbelievable and humbling. And that's why we worship, bro. That's why I can't. That's why I generally cannot worship without tears coming pouring down my face. We're singing and we got our hands up, man. Don't look at me right now. I'm ugly crying, you know.
0: (laughs) You know, for anyone out there listening, thinking, gosh, I, I don't know the path I'm on. I don't know the direction I'm going. Let me be the first one to challenge you that maybe you are in search of a father And that father is adopting. He wants to bring you in as his son, as his daughter. You are welcomed. He is pursuing you. And and you're not alone. And every one of us who are a follower of Jesus, we are sitting where you are sitting, wanting to know God more and taking those first couple steps. Thank you for making time for us today. On the Gospel Everyday Podcast, I'm Justin, and we'll
1: see you later. Amen.
0: Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.